0: I understand what that song means now. I gotta go back and listen to that song. See, I ain't understand the song. We sing songs, don't he understand? I'm telling you, Zion is calling hit different when you actually move into a higher place. It hit different. We the hit different when you actually exalt God. Episode 147. Real Church Matters Welcome Always remember it's Real Church Matters Where we talk Real Church Matters because Real Real Church Church Matters matters. Yes, and you're on a microphone So The the, the snoring That was you Uh, That was me Yes, that's (laughs) not me Okay Alright, so pay attention to it Uh, Today I have Uh Special guest with me today I have my nephew, Solomon Hello The last time you were on here was
1: Like, it was a long time It was like, ago. probably two years ago Two years ago? Yeah That's long, wow Yeah, now you're
0: 15 I
1: was 13
0: Yeah, you were 13 yeah. and, and I'll have to find out what episode that was So you guys can go back and uh, yeah. listen to it And, uh yeah, and then listen to this one and, and notice the progression, growth, right? Right. Housekeeping first before we get started. Um, as always, remember that uh, you can go on realchurchmatters.com in order to hear the uh, podcast. Um, you can also stream on your whatever podcast you use, whether it be Apple Podcasts or whether it be Spotify or whatever. You can do that as well. Shout out to everybody that's listening. Uh, According to the analytics, shout out to someone or someones in Ireland who are listening and have been listening quite regularly. Ireland. Yeah. So, you know, like I haven't been anywhere, (laughs) but there are people who are listening. So my voice is going and God's word is going where I've never been
1: awesome that is great that that is amazing that is the
0: epitome of amplifying the signal
1: awesome
0: and uh, so shout out to Ireland and there's uh, some spots in Africa and there are some spots in some other countries that I am drawing a blank on but I will list them out pull the analytics up and list them out later in another podcast maybe but I think it's so cool that people are listening think it's cool that what I'm saying is helping people in some way and uh, that's always a blessing and before we go obedience over audience always and because I believe in that saying so much getting some t-shirts made and they will be coming soon so be on the lookout for that yeah what else I think that's it you ready to talk, man?
1: Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. You are? Okay. It's been a long time. It's
0: been a long time. So, Solomon, um tell me uh what have we been up to lately?
1: Um uh, just just trying my my best to stay productive. I'm 15 now. I've got certain like, responsibilities. I've got growth doing Christ that you've been helping me move through. I've got a, my own journey. Um keeping it going. Keeping along with it I made some mistakes I've got problems But I'm here to <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to get through it and... You're
0: so funny Oh wow. Yeah but I asked uh, What are we
1: up, been what up are to? What are we up to? Um, we've just been moving along Just You've been helping me out getting, Giving me knowledge As I've been going through You've been putting your time And work in me and I've uh, seen all the things you've been doing Yeah, yeah But
0: we want you to be specific Specific you, like, Yeah, you're, you are You should have played like sports Because you have the whole athlete interview thing <laughs> now, Where you're not really saying anything Like, Okay <laughs> I want you to be specific What if, have what if we been doing for the last month and a half?
1: Um, we've been going through books Books that are uh, above like my, my, my grade level and higher Mm-hmm books that are used to, you know, help me learn and better myself. You had me reading um The Long Obedience by Eugene Patterson and Outliers by Gladwell. Um you uh, Long Obedience uh gave me some lessons upon how. We're going to get into it, but yeah. um what other books? Uh the In- uh, Invisible Man by a uh, uh uh Ellison. Ralph Ellison? Ralph Ellison. Yeah. What else? And we've gone through uh, this 90-day adventure book that's also by Eugene Patterson. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. You said 90-day adventure book.
1: No, not a 90-day. It's not an adventure book. 90-day devotional. Devotional, yeah. Yeah.
0: By Eugene Patterson as well. And um, I'm very particular about the type of spiritual books that we allow people to read, especially young people. And I do highly recommend Eugene Patterson. Uh, He is the... um, The pastor that translated the message translation, which um, is very helpful, especially when trying to um, introduce people to themes in the Bible. And I especially recommend it for working with young people or people who are new to the faith, um, having them read the Bible through the message Bible and then going back and reading other translations. Um, I am not and do not subscribe to the King James Version. I, I don't because there are they were limited in what they understood of other cultures and other languages. And there are certain things that they translated that they did not translate correctly, Um, whether that was a purposeful intention or not. No one knows. But all I know is we have the Internet. We have uh, learned people who are more well-versed, and have studied cultures, and studied the Aramaic language, and studied the Greek and the Hebrew, and uh, they have taken a lot more time to give a more faithful translation to the language, which is very dense, even though it's, they don't have as many words as us, Solomon. Their, Their meanings for words is very dense. Right. So it's almost like, the difference between an ocean and a well. So, American language is like an ocean, it's very wide. We, right. have, we have words for
1: everything. Pretty much, yeah.
0: We have words for everything, so we're wide in that sense. But there are other cultures, many cultures, who have one word that means multiple things. Mm. So, even though it's not as wide, it's very deep. Yeah. Very deep, so having people who have understood that and have studied that now we get in translations like the Amplified, or we get translations like the English Standard version, or we get uh translations like the message Bible right, and so I'm so grateful for the work that he did before he left this earth at eighty one um there he wrote so many books it's not even funny, so I would recommend to you guys like just go on Amazon. Doing the, the breathy thing again. Yeah. Um, Just go on Amazon And search Eugene Patterson And find Just pick one of his books There, are audiobooks as well If you don't read um, Or you don't find interest in reading You can always do the audiobooks as well Um. So yeah We're reading those books We got more books coming What What did I tell you is my goal For doing this with you this summer
1: Um. You're trying to Trying to transform me Trying to make me better uh, These books are made to give me more knowledge That I can and use on myself And so
0: better is an interesting word But I think I said a, another B word Better And I, I said it like over and over And I said this is the summer of what it was a B word I'm going to do what I do on Bible study It's a B-U word B-U-I word B-U-I-L
1: Building Building You don't remember that word? It's Because you use tons of words
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's true I do
1: Yeah That's kind of on my part <laughs> Yeah So so, so
0: uh, You remember me talking about that now? Yeah Building So what's so important about building?
1: Um, building The whole entire like definition And the implication of building It means to To set something up To have a foundation To allow something to grow and when you build something, it's supposed to have a purpose. And so, what you, what I'm trying to do is that I'm supposed to build something in me that's gonna be proven to do something purposeful. Purposeful. Uh, you can't. Uh, one thing that uh, about that is that there's a movie called uh The Cube. You know that. So the whole thing was about this cube that everybody's stuck in, and the reason why it's there is so it's just meant to be there. If you have this thing there You have to be able to make sure it's useful What I'm supposed to be doing Is I'm supposed to be building something in myself That it's not supposed to be useless And not just useful But useful towards the right things
0: Yeah And one of the things I realized Is that um, You are like um, Me And many other kids Who grew up in church Like you grew up in church Right So you grew up in this culture Of Being around preaching hearing messages, hearing people talk about God. Yeah. And you pick up things along the way, you become more observant and you pick up these things and you start to realize like, man, like I know a lot of information, Mm. but I'm not functional. Yeah. So what our brains end up being is almost like biblical museums. It's like people can interact with us and see a lot of the works of God but they don't see the works working in us it's just there, it's just there to be there it's just there, so when we're talking and you're good at talking like you are verbose, you have extensive vocabulary you are learned in that way, but we don't want to be museums of church culture, right, that's correct we don't want people to interact with us and be like, oh yeah that's cool. Like he's a Christian. and There's a lot of Bible that he knows. And he, he says a lot of inspirational and profound things, but his life is not remarkable.
1: Right. His life
0: is not profound. His life is not a functional thing that I can interact with. When you go to museums, you can't interact with nothing.
1: No, everything's locked off.
0: Everything's locked off. You just watch. Just and, watch them and listen to people. Hey, hey, right here, this is when, you know, I'm in your mind right now and I am I see a picture of Jesus. And I'm like, dude, this right here, this is the Jesus that I learned about as a kid. And you're like, oh, can I interact with him? Nope, no, no, no. <laughs> it's very priceless. Don't touch it. <laughs> but that's not the way it's supposed to work. Everything in our lives should be interact.
1: Interactive.
0: Yes, yes, thank you. Because I could not think of the proper tense of that. Interactive. We should be interactive people where we are very much connected to God and then people can interact with us and get connected with him as well. Right. And why do you think that it is important that we go down this journey at your age? Some people would say, man, you're 15. Like, let the boy... Enjoy life Let him experience things Let him Let him Live Before you Indoctrinate him In all this foolishness And All this stuff Why do you think It's important That um, I As well as The rest of your family The adults That are in your life Investing you In a way That enriches Your spiritual Enriches your faith As well as Enriches your intellect
1: Because Uh Especially in this current day and generation, as kids, we are introduced to tons of things, especially once we get, like, access to the internet and stuff. We see things all around us, and as kids, our whole, like, genetic code as, uh, being infants and growing is to be able to observe the things around us and to implement them in ourselves. You see, like, uh... Uh uh Jaguar cubs, they watch their mother do the thing that they do. They're supposed to allow that thing to go into their eyes. Oh, this is how my mother hunts for her prey. I have to be able to do the same too and the thing is though that back then, when there wasn't stuff like this, the only thing people had to really go off is no radio newspapers, and that's how like kids were maybe straightforward. but now, even when I was like six, mm-hmm. seven. When I got like a a little computer, the whole world was in front of me. YouTube, all of that stuff—it was just right there. There's no filter for this stuff. There's nobody that's going to prepare you. So I need people, even even though I'm 15, and I'm getting closer to that age of like complete maturity and manhood. I still have yet to truly understand what it means to be the right type of manhood. Yeah, yeah,
0: and that's that's one of the things that we talked about is like understanding that we are here to develop you because the culture has the intention of developing you. Right. So when we think about like you said, like there's so much with TV and there's so much with uh the internet. These things are indoctrinating you. If we aren't doing our part, they're doing their part for sure. Yeah. Like they are and like you said, like let's talk about that for a second like you you have grown up in the age of the internet. What, how do you feel it has been good, and how do you feel it's been bad?
1: Well, because the Internet invites knowledge. When people look at this giant web of usefulness and resources, especially when people getting in the business of well, website design, there are people who look at the knowledge and are willing to send it out. There are websites that are generally specifically pertain to teach people to do certain things, to let people know these things. Museums have websites of their own, so they don't have people to go in and out and just just look at the things that are in the those museums. There's so much knowledge, but the thing is oh, there are people who see it not only as a as a tool but a tool for their own worth and gain, which is where the negatives come in. Cuz they try to manipulate people with the whole scams and stuff like that. They see a way the internet is a place where people get drawn in. No. When people are first when first see that white screen, that search engine, they go to a website. They see the pop ups everywhere. There's so much to look at. And it gets confusing and distracting. There's things pulling forward. Adults might learn about this stuff. But as a kid, when you're a six year old and you don't really know that, right, there's a scam and you free gift cards and stuff like that, you don't know that.
0: Well, let's go a little deeper. Let's not talk about uh, gift cards and scams. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh-huh. talk about what are the themes that are seen. On the internet In the culture Because the internet is almost like The internet is the needle The syringe Right What is the syringe filled with? Um,
1: What the world
0: has So what's one of the main things That are on the internet? Um, money, wealth That's good All That's of that good. stuff Yeah, so The internet opens us up to Greed Opens us up to money, and uh, some of those themes are fine, but the way they are taught are in a, a negative or perverted way. Right. So, what's something else that the the internet is the the uh, the minister of culture? Let's do right. it that way. The internet administers culture. Books administer culture. Schools administer culture. The world administers culture. Social media administers culture. Culture. There are white people who know slang because they're on the what? On the internet. (laughs) They're on the internet. And they're like, oh, so that's the slang? Okay, so hey guys, we're lit out here. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They're saying that because they have been indoctrinated. They are interested in learning and being indoctrinated into a culture. A culture. The scripture tells us that all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. Let's say that again for those who are listening and taking notes. The world is the culture of the lust of the flesh, Flesh. the lust of the eyes and the pride Pride of of life. So when we look at what the internet plays to us, it is always engaging us in those ways. The internet is the syringe that is filled with the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. So when we're saying, I'm like, Solomon, man, uh, it, your engagement with the Internet, whether I, I, I don't have to know, I already know. I know that in your even in your greatest, purest intention, when you go engage with the Internet, you are going to come up against things that are trying to infuse. The lust of the flesh, the, the lust of the, of the eyes, eyes and, and
1: the pride of, of life. life.
0: So, yeah, money's one of those things. So, what's another one?
1: Um, um, I think, like, the most obvious is, like, you know, sexual things. Stuff just, like you could just say sex. Pretty much, yeah. Sex.
0: Okay, so that is the obvious, but it is the one that we cannot overlook. No matter right. how obvious it is. It's the one that's often overlooked. Why? Because it's uncomfortable. I mean, your face has changed just bringing it up. Like <laughs> you, You're sitting there chilling and you're like, oh, he's going to make me say this. <laughs> I ain't the most obvious thing is sex. And for that, I say, Jesus, after dark. But the reality is, is that these things must be discussed. Mm-hmm. They must be engaged with. You're coming across it. Have you come across sexual things on the Internet?
1: Pretty much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's not a that's not a breaking news or that's not something that's not common to anybody that's on the Internet. Because why? It is purposely there and it soaks and is oozed into every crevice of this earth. Anything that they create, people find a sexual way to engage with. it. Yes. Yes. I'm sure when uh, Thomas Edison was creating, what did he create?
1: Um, The light bulb. All right, so I'm
0: not talking about him. (laughs) Alexander Graham Bell.
1: Uh, The telephone. There we go.
0: I'm sure when he was creating the telephone, he wasn't like, Eureka, we now have a way to have phone sex. (laughs) No, he No. he wasn't thinking about that. But what have we decided? Anything that is created, we find a way to pervert it to our sexual gratification. Right. I'm sure when Steve Jobs was creating the iPhone, he wasn't like, Eureka! All these guys are going to have the same voice. (laughs) We've created an iPhone that makes it so now you can have multiple pictures of your naked body (laughs) to send to people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure that's not what he was intending to create. But that's what happens. That's what happens. That's what the culture does. Who talked about culture a lot in the books you were reading?
1: Um, I'd say, uh, in terms of it, Eugene Eugene Patterson. He brought it up tons of times. Why? Because the theme of well, the long obedience, for example, it was supposed to how our obedience in the in the spectrum of a changing world, a world with ups and lows, with constant waving. About how we're supposed to have a straightforward path and the constant uh, dis- disruption of the world. And there are things that are going to change. And we're supposed to keep like that, like a, a person from the 80s who didn't even have anything close to what we have today. And walking through a time where there's so much distraction and perversion through those times itself. The things that can wave and waver and making sure that we keep the straight path. And the fact that culture is one of those huge disruptions.
0: It constantly is waving. It ebbs and flows. They don't know whether they want to be
1: this or that. This or
0: that. They don't know whether they want to say, oh, that's nasty. Or or whether they want it to be on TV. You know, saying it's the constant contradiction. Like people saying, we don't, kids shouldn't see this. Kids shouldn't be indoctrinated to act. Literally, I follow a person on Instagram and uh, she'll never listen to this podcast. <laughs> but um, she constantly is posting up stuff about rich white people and pedophilia. Right, And she's talking about how, you know, these rich white people are, are taking advantage of children and they are molesting children and they are destroying children, which is all true. Yeah. But then you'll see that same person post pictures or videos of little kids dancing suggestively or singing songs that are beyond suggestive. Right. And it's like, okay, so it's okay for black culture to indoctrinate and to pervert children.
1: But not okay for the white, too.
0: Yeah. So it's like there's not a consistency. That's what he's talking about with that long obedience There has to be a consistency Not that we are consistent in exposing others But that we are consistent In standing firm on our beliefs In the midst of a culture That will never be different than what it is It
1: will never stay still
0: It will never be still It It's will like
1: be. constant waves There's never going to be a still ocean Because there's a trend that waves this way There's a trend that waves that
0: way Yeah and the tectonic plates that are shifting.
1: There's a constant, there's a the constant shifting. It's constant spreading. There's no Pangea because everything is finding itself breaking apart. Yeah, yeah.
0: So in a world that's constantly dying, the scripture says, heaven and earth will pass away. But what will always be the same? God's word. Yes. So if we're supposed to be connected to that word, then we are this unmoving element. It never passes away. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? So many thoughts that I had at your age died. Mm-hmm. So me, I yeah I was your age and I would thought that I was a Republican. Yeah, I know. I was like, I'd see homeless people and I'd be like, nobody should be homeless. Like, get up off your butt and... Make something of yourself. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Or I would look at welfare and I'm like, there's so many people on welfare because people don't, you know what I'm saying? They don't know how to just, they just want to just sit there like bumps. Right. You know what I'm saying? These were the rantings of a very,
1: <laughs>
0: a very ignorant young man yeah. who thought he understood. I don't want that to be you. That's why part of what we're doing is building a understanding building an intelligence of something that goes deeper than just
1: the earth's surface. And it, and it worsens for kids who have no a leader, to, who has no idea about what's right and wrong. I have you as well as other families here to, to get me straight when I need to be straight. But there are kids out there whose parents either don't care or force themselves upon them. Absolutely. They have Twitters in which they follow people with close minds or minds so narrow towards a, a narrative that they end up coming out of the right.
0: And, and, and here, we, here we are. We know what narr- the narrative is. No matter what the gender. or No matter what the race. or No matter what the socioeconomic thing. We know that every narrative that it espouses itself from the earth is the lust of the flesh.
1: The lust of the eyes and the pride of life. The pride of
0: life. And so, even in sharing these books with you, I'm trying to build... A culture that is different than that. And so everything that we're doing is trying to not expose their culture as much as build our own. Do you get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I used to have this, back when I taught youth Bible study, I had this uh, lesson that was so cool. And uh, it was about world building.
1: World building.
0: And we were talking about how extensive the Lord of the Rings <clears throat> franchise was. In world building. Like so Peter Jackson created his own language. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I've heard about that. Yeah, to go to that extent to create a world that we can immerse ourselves in is ultimately what God is trying to do when he says on earth as it is in heaven. So in order to we we talked about I wish I could go back. I wish I could take you back to I mean, but I'm having better lessons now. But (laughs) I wish you could have been a kid then and shout out to all those kids who are now grown folks. So shout out to Philip, Kevin, uh, Antoinette, all those kids. that remember these lessons and stuff. And it was so cool because when we say we want to be in the world, but not of it, we can look at how you build a world to know how to break, break one down. Right. And so if I want Solomon to not to be in this world, but not of it, then I have to disconnect him from the language of this world Got it. and connect him to a new language. Right. The language that we're trying to get you to understand is one that is comes from not the lust of the flesh and lust of the eyes and pride of life, but it comes from Galatians 5. Twenty one, twenty two, where he says love joy Peace long suffering kindness meekness Gentleness temperance All of those things Yeah so that when you Talk I hear love When you talk I hear Joy when you talk I hear patience Kindness meekness We had an, a, a situation Where We've been doing all of this teaching And then you had a moment Where you let anger get the best Of you yeah And it was cool that we was able to talk about that because it was the perfect example of why we're even having this conversation. Like, we're not building something to just admire. We're building something that must be functional. Must have a purpose. Must have a purpose. So if I'm sticking all this word in you, only for you to not be able to control your anger, then there's a disconnect. Yeah. Reason why we're bringing this up because we're not just poking at you, we're using you as an example for everyone who's listening. Yeah, it is impossible for them to engage with the word and the word not engage with them, right? We know that we are what we think, but he says, As a man think of, so is he. That he was saying that defining our identity is based on what we know because what we know will influence.
1: All of our actions Right Right What's what's expressed in us Will only echo through us
0: Absolutely It was something that I shared With your uncle This morning And I don't know where my phone is But it doesn't matter (laughs) What I shared with him was That our job is not to Expose the world But our job is to Share with the world What is Has been revealed to us Right you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. so one of the things I was sharing with him is like it we live in a time where we can't engage by what we see, we have to engage by what we are. Another way to put this is we're supposed to be those flowers who are changed by what they're connected to, not by what they're surrounded by, right. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So a, a flower doesn't grow because of its environment, as much as it grows because of what is connected to. Force. Every flower needs sunshine, rain, and shade. Have you not heard this? <laughs> Have you missed biology class where you talk about photosynthesis? <laughs> How are you saying this? And it sounds so ignorant. Here's the reason why. This is cool. So I'm taking you on a journey here. (laughs) I can sit that flower. With no roots in the ground, I can sit it outside and it can rain. The sun can shine. and It can get proper shade, but it will not grow because it's not what. Growing. It's not rooted. Rooted. There, there. That element is not lost. It, what comes first? The chicken or the egg? What comes first? The sun photosynthesis or rooting? Rooting. Rooting comes first. We must be rooted in something in order for the word that we pour on you to actually take hold. In order for the truth that we shine on you to take hold. In order for the things that we Block from your purview Because we're supposed to have blocked some things You see how I broke it all down like that You see how we did water We did sun and we doing shade There's certain things I need to shade you from You get what I'm saying Otherwise Mm -hmm. you'll get scorched Yeah. Your parents and me We all should be being very vigilant As to what you engage with on the internet We should be very vigilant In what you read that's why I'm picking the books you read. Because if I let you pick the books and I say, Solomon, we're going to spend our summer reading. What are you going to read? Um, What you like. Yeah. And ultimately, this is the reality. is like, if we only do what we like, we won't grow. Right. What we will grow into is things we don't like. Let me say that again, because that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Why you're nodding off on me, you're getting sneaky. You got to make sure you go to bed on time, man. Right?
1: I did. I did. Because mom told me that we were coming here. So. All right. But
0: lock in. Yeah. <laughs> lock in. So we, we are connecting to these things. And when we connect to them, they give us life. The problem is when we are connecting to only the things that we like, those things gratify a part of us and grow a part of us. But they actually starve and kill another part. Right. So when all I do is is eat cake and ice cream as a kid, if all I did was <laughs> eat cake and ice cream, I I would have. I, I people would ask me like, "Did you eat something today?" Yes, I did. But just because I ate something, it doesn't mean I ate something that actually nourished me. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. like me saying Solomon, did you read a book today? Yeah, I read a book, but did that book nourish you? You know what I'm saying? If I had, if you had it your way, you'd be reading books about sports. Yeah. You'd be reading a biography about Muhammad Ali or something like that. You really are into that stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: And and I definitely can see you having like a a, a career in mass communications of some sort, being a broadcast analyst or something like that. You have the, you have the, the comfortability of absorbing information and articulating that information back in cool, interesting and palatable ways. Right. You're dope like that. <laughs> you see, I wouldn't even know to say dope if it wasn't for like culture, culture. Yeah. Um. So the reality is that you have to put into you not just the things you like, but the things you must. And we talked about that, too. Right. Right. Having knowing the difference between the things I want to do and the things I must do. I must. I need to. And for some reason, um, in even in parental culture, there the must is always put on things that aren't that important.
1: Right.
0: Should you clean your room? Absolutely. Yes. But I should be more upset that you didn't read your word. Then you didn't clean your room.
1: Mm-hmm. Why? Because cleaning my room would uh, eventually only just keep it clean for as long as uh, until I mess it up again. But reading the word entices the idea of keeping something in you and putting it to good work. It's
0: something that will remain. And believe it or not, what did we just say? We said, what comes first, the sun or the rooting? The rooting. The rooting. The rooting. I I feel like you'd keep your room cleaner if I rooted you in God's word. Right. Because God's word talks to us about discipline. It talks to us about temperance. It talks to us about being committed and not quitting things just because we don't feel like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's that reality is like, I want Solomon to be rooted. And when we talk about building, that's what we're talking about. Hey, I want this flower to grow, so it has to be rooted. The minute we cut a rose from the bush, it's dying. Yes. Nobody knows it's dying until later on when it, what happens? The petals fall off. Petals fall off. Why do petals fall off?
1: Because the petals... Uh, they they are reliant on the energy that comes generally from photosynthesis itself. The more energy you get, the petals can flourish and survive.
0: Absolutely. It, it's, it gets its vibrance and its beautiful colors from the sun. It gets its uh, lushness and its great texture from water. Right. And nutrients from the water actually mm. serving the nutrients up from the soil to the body. Right. right, it gets its, uh, it gets its maintains this beauty by being in the shade. Yeah, because the sun dries out the water quicker than it can absorb it. Mm. So it needs a little sun, a lot of shade, and uh, some water, and some water, right? Before all that, before all that, it has to be connected to, to rooted to the roots because the roots are serving all of that stuff.
1: Without the roots, the water can't go anywhere.
0: Water can't go anywhere. So I'm sitting here and I'm saying, Solomon, you got to get this word. And you've been learning the word since you was a kid. But it's all just memorization because you're not rooted. Right. In order for the true spiritual photosynthesis to take place. Oh, yeah. I love this stuff. <laughs> While you blinking slowly, like I'm 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 excited. In order for the spiritual photosynthesis to take place, Solomon must be rooted. Right. And so when we have those moments where we see our anger get the best of us, we know that we're not what?
1: We're not rooted. We're not
0: rooted. We got to get rooted. Yeah. I know that rooting takes what? It takes time. It takes time. It takes time. So guess, guess what? All we got is what? Time. Time. Guess what? I can't waste what? Time. Think about this. What if somebody came to you? Shout out to Philip because we was talking about this as he was nodding off last (laughs) night. (laughs) Um, I asked him the question. And and, um, let me say this. I love talking to my brother, my nephews. I I love talking to my nieces, my sisters, uh, my parents. I love having the conversations that provoke thought in the greatest way possible. And so I I so enjoyed Philip uh, talking with me last night. And one of the funny things is my brother is funny because he'll call me while he's on the piano and like he'll be talking to me about his day and stuff. But there's a whole Mm -hmm. soundtrack there. <laughs> Cause he's like playing the piano the whole time. It's yeah. like it's pretty funny. Um, but but yesterday I I kind of was like just get get off the pa- piano and talk to me because this the conversation was getting real and he was still <laughs> like playing like it's like no nah, no no more piano for right now. But the um that's that reality is like when we are in these spaces we got to ask ourselves these questions and this is what I posed to him. I said, what if somebody came to you and said, I'll give you a billion dollars for the rest of your time? So basically, they say, let me kill you for a billion dollars. Now, I was telling Philip, there's somebody that might say, hey, this will set my family up for life. And so I find that there's no more noble way than to. Give my life so that my family has a billion dollars because that can help sustain generations. But most people will say no. I'm going to say no. Because honestly, leaving my family a billion dollars isn't as valuable as what they can get from my
1: life. Right. That is. Oh, my goodness. That is that is good.
0: Because the little bit of time I have, even if I just got two years left, Solomon, it's quite possible I could be just driving and my heart stopped. I had a guy that I went to high school with. He's dead. He died last week. His heart stopped. Um, damn. He wasn't running the streets. He was, He. he I mean, we're, we're 39 now. <laughs> he was just driving his truck. He works. He was driving his truck. His heart stopped. Boom. Dead. His family you know, posted it up on his Facebook. Well, I'm at that age, Solomon. things can happen. Life can just that's it. Just stop, just stop. If all I got is two years left, I would rather spend that two years investing in you, rooting you than leaving you two million dollars. And here's the thing: what I'm investing in you. It's priceless. Right. It's priceless. We talk every day at what time?
1: 930.
0: 930. We talk on Facebook every day. I want, as we kind of close this out, I want you uh, single people. I want you to challenge yourself. Find one young person to interact with. Give them books to read. Whole conversations with them We don't keep it long You know We we talk for 30 minutes And I'm like We'll finish this off tomorrow
1: Right
0: You know I just want to I'm just taking a sliver of your life I'm not clueless I know that You know Like yesterday you said You spent four hours Playing
1: video games I I spent two Like you told me
0: (laughs) Oh yeah yeah The day before You spent four hours
1: Yeah the day before
0: You spent four hours I know that I can do more for you In half an hour and those games can do for you in four hours
1: Whole life I'd say Yeah Because, because the word is a type of thing that's life changing It is I have to realize that when you look at the things that come from God You have to think about this is coming from An entity that's far bigger than anything That we can even imagine This word is coming from the mouth of somebody who has the ability to to take this universe out in a matter of seconds. This is coming from a person who loves us so much that he is willing to give up his his own blood to make sure that we are able to stay up there. We all come from him and he was willing to make that sacrifice.
0: Because we are his roses. And he understands that just because the roses don't look right right now, you don't just burn the whole bush. Right. You give it. Time Tons of it That's what he's given us He's given you time I don't know how much time He's given me time He gave me 39 years Right I didn't really Shift into this understanding Until I was like 29 That's my 30s Have been the best decade for me Hmm. You know I'm really gonna Miss it But I'm also excited About what the 40s hold Because I'm constantly growing
1: We're all constantly growing.
0: I'm rooted. I'm rooted, bro. Right. I get the right amount of sunshine. I get the right amount of rain. And I get the right amount of shade. You get just about everything you need. I get it all. I get it all. And when I get old, I get the benefit. If I get old, I get the benefit of re-yielding the fruit that I've put in you. Right. Solomon can encourage me. Solomon can hold me accountable. And I want you to. You see, Uncle moving in a certain way that's not right. You like, hey, hey, Uncle, um, that ain't good, man. You, this thing don't go just one way.
1: No, we all have a responsibility here.
0: And I, I don't, I don't shirk on mine. So I let you have it, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. In love, though. I don't know if you noticed it, but no matter how tough I am on you, I'm, I don't hang up until I make you smile.
1: Right, you
0: noticing that?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's something that only you can do, really. And I'm grateful for that. I'm, I'm honestly, really, I, I really am. It's good to know that uh, I have all this, all this, the time that I have. I know that every day can be put towards something that's bigger than me. I know that every single time you call me what I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, you notice it and try to make it to my be- to my best. I know for a fact that I may have wasted a uh, twelve or thirteen years of my fifteen year life. <laughs> I made have I might have wasted it.
0: And that's the funny thing, it's like I felt that way at nineteen. <laughs> I felt like, man, I wasted nineteen years of my life, man. Like I didn't I could have I coulda woke up and, and here's the thing, can't go back. But it's cool that you are coming to understandings four years earlier than I did.
1: Isn't that awesome? It's it's a, a growth, it's a progression that constantly spreads.
0: You're my time machine. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't get to go back and fix my misunderstandings. But I get to open your mind up to be the next upgrade. Of of what matters You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Manhood is important But I honestly feel like If you locked an adult male With a younger male You put them in a room And said y'all can't come out For the next 10 years <laughs> I feel like The type of young man That would come out of there Wouldn't be the type of man That we want you to be because a lot of men don't know how to teach manhood,
1: and it's kind of like part of our culture too. Because I know for a fact that I've had friends in school who have gone without a mother or a father, and I realize that people like to emphasize like how single mothers are, but yet to realize that there are things that a man needs to teach people that that a mother just can't do.
0: Yeah, and the crazy thing is Solomon is. Um, the things that they say a man has to teach their kid are so surface they're like yeah. that boy he don't know how to fight he didn't have a father in his life that boy don't know how to deal with women he didn't have a father in his life that boy don't know how to play no sports he didn't have a father in his life that boy is a punk that boy is a crybaby. he had no father in his life that boy he, he he don't have no street smarts he didn't have a father in his life
1: and the thing is that the manhood is the, act, the actual opposite of everything that they think makes a man. Yeah. Instead of being able to fight with your fists, there are men out there who are, need to be defined by fighting with their mind. Instead of a man who's fine with the ladies, there must be a man who, res- who respects women, especially in a culture where guys treat women as objects. Absolutely. Uh, the people that I can learn from my mom and the way my dad treats my mom. The way my uncles treat my aunts, I can learn that until being a man. I can learn the fact that i don 't need to be able to put the hard work in if I know for a fact that the things I do bring- productivity if i when if if and when I get a family. And I need to provide for them. I know for a fact that my dad has instilled in me the type of knowledge needed to in to put into my family. I've known for a fact that the word the word is gonna be something in me that will allow me to put hard work in. Yeah. I've had laziness for a while. It's a problem that I constantly bring up. But <laughs> you,
0: you do, and I always tell you what. <laughs> it's it's not just your
1: problem. It's a problem that everybody has. It's humanity. Pretty much.
0: Why do you think you say temperance? Temperance is discipline. Right. It's a fruit of the spirit. Whoever's not connected or rooted to the spirit is going to struggle with the opposite of self to control, which is what? It's uh, uh, no it's control.
1: No control.
0: Right. Which also is the root. The fruit is laziness. The root is
1: no control. Right. You understand? The fruit will always be able to. The fruit will always show its roots of where it comes from.
0: Let's let's make it rhyme so people remember it. The root reflects the fruit.
1: The root reflects the fruit. That's good. Yeah. That's another good one.
0: Yeah, yeah. But well, the fruit reflects it's the, the root. root. Yeah. Yeah, you knew I said it wrong, and you just was nodding instead of correcting me. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why I said you got to upgrade
1: it. I felt like it could be better, but it did something. Yeah, good, you
0: got to upgrade it. You gotta come yeah. on. That's what I mean, man. <laughs> so, I mean, you gotta hold me accountable. Be like, Uncle, you, you got the slows. You got the slows <laughs> going on. Like you, you was almost there, but you didn't get it. You should have said, No, 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 Uncle. The fruit reflects the root, right. like my brother. And I would have been so happy to be corrected by you, in love. Because, like I said, I'm always gonna make sure that you smile. Before we leave. You understand? Yeah. And it's always good. Like, I'm so proud of where you've come. I wanted to record it and and I didn't know how we would do it. And then look at you, you just showed up today. <laughs> and I'm the type of person which you can clearly see. I'm an opportunist. There's a podcast coming about that, guys. The opportunist I want to be the type of opportunist that Paul was He said pray for opportunity For us to share the word
1: Right
0: I'm always looking So as soon as I seen your face this morning I said oh yeah (laughs) I know what I'm going to do Right. And I am an opportunist In a sense that all this stuff is always set up And it's always ready Shout out to people who have given You guys are awesome Like you gave so much to me financially that allowed me to get the things I need to do these podcasts you you have heard them if you listen to the beginning you've heard them get better sonically I mean now it's just awesome and man it's so cool like I I have a a workstation I have it all set up I could just flick it on you see I didn't have to yeah. do a lot I just say cop a squat you know we <laughs> flick this on and we get to record and it's because of people supporting and giving
1: I felt like this was a better experience than I did last time
0: mm, y it's always gonna be better because you're growing right. that was two years ago but I do think you should go back and listen to that one and listen to this one. right and there's more to come,
1: right? That's great. That's awesome.
0: Because we getting rooted, baby. We getting rooted. We getting rooted. We getting locked in. Hey, I, I, I know the title of the, the message now. So it's episode one forty-seven. Getting rooted.
1: That's awesome. This is amazing.
0: With Solomon Thomas, I'm Forrest Hall. It's Real Church Matters, where we talk Real Church Matters because Real Church Matters, and It's obedience over audience, and we out of here.
1: (laughs) See ya.